Hey everybody, Danny Lynn here, co-founder of the Freedom Real Estate Group family of companies. And instead of Flipper, I am here with CJ and he is our investor relations specialist. He is the person that you're gonna to talk to every time you jump on the phone for the very first time because he knows everything about all of our companies. Hey everyone. <laughs> so welcome to the podcast, CJ. Thank you very much for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited too because man, when, when we started talking about stuff, I was just like, man, you're such a pro and you're just so smooth. It's right off the top of your head and I want you to be the person that talks through all of this stuff, especially since I'm coughing and sick and I don't wanna cough through this entire episode. Of course, of course. I love talking about this stuff. So okay. it'll be a good session. All right. so we're gonna be talking about syndication, right? Yep. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So, can you start by defining what is syndication? Yeah, of course. So, syndication is uh, similar, you know, if you were to buy a single family rental, but we're just doing that at scale. So, we are raising funds from a lot of people to buy a larger apartment or complex, right? Mm -hmm. um, in, you know, in the last deal with the Lake Forest Apartments, we just purchased 384 unit property. Uh, with you know, twelve million dollars and at a purchase price of around forty-four. So we were able to raise capital among dozens of investors in order to do that and get access to such a large deal. Okay, that's great. So I'm going to randomly bring up stuff we never even talked about beforehand. Yeah, of so, um, what does it mean when we have to, when we pool money? So what are the changes that we have to make happen if we're taking my money and your money and putting it together? Yeah, so this is, you know, regulated by the SEC and there's a lot of, you know, lawyer fees, which I'm sure you're familiar with that I we am. have to kind of go through and uh, organize um, and basically address the investors in different ways. So uh, you have to be accredited uh, in certain cases and you can also be non-accredited in others. Okay, can you define those for people that where that's a new term? Yeah, of course. So an accredited investor is someone who has a uh, million dollar net worth and or earns $200,000 uh, per year or $300,000 as a couple. Okay, and so non-accredited is just the opposite, meaning you don't qualify for that, so you're therefore automatically non-accredited? Yep, yeah, exactly. So if you're below that threshold um, on either front, you would be considered a non-accredited investor. And this again is you know, a regulation that's from the SEC and how they kind of qualify uh, you to be sophisticated enough as an investor for certain opportunities. Okay, so what does that mean to me? If I'm non-accredited, can I invest? Yeah, of course. So in our most recent deal, we uh, set it up as a 506B, which allows a non-accredited investor to invest if they have a re relationship with uh, the general partner or the person who is putting together the deal. In this instance, it would be you or us at Freedom. Uh, so yes, if it is a 506B, you are able to do so. But if it is a 506C, you would not be able to as a non-accredited investor. Okay. Um, I know that with the Lake Forest deal was a 506B, yep. right? Um, so how will I know as an investor if it's a B or a C? Yeah. So the, uh, the person who's putting together the uh, deal should be able to tell you right away. They'll know. Um, and it also changes for them how they're able to market the deal, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's a 506C and they are, you know, it's going to be only accredited investors, they are able to uh, market the, you know, it, however they see fit, right? It can be someone that they do not have a relationship with, but it, if it is that 506B, it has to, you already have to have a previous relationship mm -hmm. uh, with, with the general partner. Okay, so how do we start the relationship? Yeah, so that is, you know, Come and have a conversation with me 
and kind of get plugged into all the information that you guys provide here at Freedom. And that is enough to start that relationship as a non-accredited investor. I love that. You know that um, apartments and multifamily and syndications are, are new to me even. Like I'm, I'm like, yes, why did I not know about this before? And I wouldn't have understood accredited, non-accredited or that I just needed to talk to you. And that's all that needed to happen. And yeah. I didn't have to have that net worth you know, requirement. Yeah, a lot of people do. They focus on that and think that this is not available to them in the slightest because mm-hmm. they know they're not an accredited investor. And it's really just what type of fund is being set up and yeah this is you know this is an opportunity as long as they have a relationship with you yeah okay i love that talk to me (coughs) this is my favorite question because it gets asked a lot at least when i was talking to people about the syndications what are the pros and cons yeah of course yeah so um with these properties there's normally a business plan in how we are going to you know basically through the years improve the net operating income or basically all the revenue minus the expenses of the property and in order to do so that normally takes multiple years in order to you know execute on that business plan so mm-hmm. these a con is that these prop you know and positive potentially how you look at it a deal if you were to choose to invest in a syndication typically will have a hold time of three to seven years, right? And anywhere in between, it just depends on how quickly they can execute and improve that net operating income. So depending if you're wanting to have a investment that's earning you a specific return Mm -hmm. for a long time, that could be looked at as a positive, but some people also like the flexibility of not having it held out for a long time. And and some people look at that as a con. Um, The positives are typically these syndications have a very strong interest percentage or preferred return in this instance that they are returning. Our Lake Forest deal was 12%. Mm -hmm. And they also have tax benefits. So because of cost segregation studies and how they are able to depreciate the property, we are able to take a lot of depreciation in year one and basically relay that to the limited partners and general partners to write off on any other capital gains that they're incurring. I love that. I think that's the one that we shout from the rooftops, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's huge. And especially for us being in the turnkey business, you guys are incurring a lot of capital gains yes. through the years and how we hold these properties. So there's a huge advantage for us to get involved with this as well. Absolutely. You mentioned a word that I, again, didn't talk about, but that's how I love having these conversations. You mentioned preferred returns. Can you explain? Yeah, exactly. So uh, the way to think about syndications are are there are two groups of parties. There are the investors or people who are maybe such as yourself investing into this deal, and they are referred to as limited partners. And then there are general partners who are people such as yourself, um, Stephen, who we partnered with at IHG, who are help underwriting the deal, putting it together, raising the funds, and then also helping to manage it after the fact. So the preferred return is what the limited partner or investor gets paid to them before you get to make any money, That's right? right. Yes. So in this last instance, we had a 12% preferred return to our investors. And Danny, you know, you're not going to get paid unless we make over that 12%. That's right. <laughs> so we are making sure we are going to hit those numbers because we want to obviously pay out our investors, but you need to, you know, stand to make make a wage as well, right? Yes. Yeah. Make exactly. it worthwhile. Exactly. So I love that 
you already walked into kind of what I wanted to go in next, which yeah. was the returns. So, <coughs> and this is why I'm not talking <laughs> that yeah. cough. Um, the, how was the Lake Forest deal? How is that structured in terms of the 12%? Can you talk through that as an example of what? Yeah, and what, what we're hoping, you know, obviously these percentages may change from deal to deal yeah. and how the cost of capital is. But in this past deal, it was 12% and it was paid out and it's going to be paid out in two ways. So 6% is going to be paid out uh, basically quarterly. Mm -hmm. And then the other 6% will be paid out at the sale of the asset, uh, whatever that is, th you know, three to five years down the road. So they will, you know, in, in an example, I like to think in real numbers, right? If someone were to have invested $100,000 into the Lake, Lake Forest Apartments, mm -hmm. they would be paid out 6% or 6,000 each year that we are holding the asset, which would be paid out quarterly. So 1500, 1500, 1500. Um, and then all of that other 6% that is accrued would be paid out at the sale or exit of the asset, however many years later that is. I got it. Okay. Yeah. That's a great explanation. I love that. All right. Um, tax benefits. That's one I keep on saying is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, so talk about the um, what's involved in the tax benefits, maybe starting with the cost segregation study since that's where it begins. Yeah, of course. And some of you guys may be familiar that you are able to depreciate a property a certain number of years. So for residential, that's 27 years. But for commercial, that's 39 years, mm -hmm. which is a long time. Yes. But fortunately, there is a cost segregation that you can do, which is basically where engineers come out to the property and understand the depreciation of all the different pieces of that property, right? Because certain pieces are going to depreciate faster. A mm -hmm. good example is carpet, right? That's not going to last 39 years. Right. It's going to last five years, right? And so they basically put everything into different buckets and then with a thing such as what's called bonus depreciation, we are able to take all of a certain amount of it, certain amount of the depreciation in year one, right? Yes. And that's what allows us to, you know, pass on such a large tax write-off or loss on the property in year one mm -hmm. that you can attribute to any of your other capital gains, right? Nice, yes. Yeah. And so quick disclaimer, we're not CPAs and yeah. or tax professionals, or anything else. Yeah, you definitely want to have a conversation with them <laughs> yeah, to yeah. fully understand your situation and what would qualify. Mm -hmm. But exactly, you're going to be able to get a you know tax write-off in year one anywhere from 25 to 40 plus percent, right? Which is huge for these people who are incurring a lot of capital gains. So year. can you do another example like you just did before in dollars? So if they invested $100,000, what does that <coughs> look like? Sorry. Yeah, so for our Lake Forest deal that we're, you know, a month or so into, we are finishing up the cost segregation study right now. And they the numbers aren't finalized, but they're anticipating 35% tax write-off that's going to be passed on to the limited partner or the investor. So in that, you know, keeping with that $100,000, in, in year one, on their K-1 that we send them at the end of the year, there will be a $35,000 loss or tax write-off that they can attribute to other capital gains they're incurring with their stocks, businesses, uh, other real estate deals that they're they're a part of. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, uh, with the K-1, because you already mentioned that, um, oh, Tax-Free Wealth, that's what I wanted to bring up. So Because I got that book and I think I got 20 of them. So I can yeah. hand them out and mail them out. Yeah, I've read it as well. Yeah. I think it's a great way to just 
think differently about taxes. And, you know, that's one of the things that I'm extremely passionate about personal finance, right? Mm-hmm. And taxes is almost everyone's biggest expense and yes. always will be, right? And yes. So I think just taking time to understand how it works and how you can structure things differently, mm-hmm. it's been huge for me to just, you know, eye-opening to think of things through a different lens. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about um, diversifying. So we, you get on the phone with a lot of investors yeah. exploring what, what they want to do and talking about their goals and um, the different opportunities or uh, investments that they can do. So can you talk about the importance of where they go based on what they want for their life? Yeah, exactly. I, I think uh, this is a great way to diversify because not only is it a different asset class or you know anything, but you're diversifying across, in this instant, 384 apartments, right? Mm-hmm. So if one becomes vacant, uh, it's not going to hit you or be detrimental, right? Yes. Where if you were investing in a single family turnkey home, mm-hmm. it if it, that goes vacant, you have no income coming in, right? So yeah. this is a great way to diversify. And that's why a lot of people, you know, are part of these large syndications because it brings diversification in of itself. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it, it, that in a, also, it's just a different asset class, right? Mm -hmm. Turnkey, private money lending, the stock market, Mm -hmm. they all uh, allow you to diversify across the board Mm -hmm. and, you know, get different returns. And if different things are happening in the market, it's just advantageous. Yeah. So I remember when I was starting to do the calls, um, I was talking to some of our guys that had just a lot of money sitting. Um, And so I asked them about syndications and it was the first time I was learning about it, talking about it and saying, we're going to do this, you know, with somebody who's been doing it for a long time. And uh, one of the guys, he's a lawyer and he's got like, I don't know, over a million dollars just sitting there. And he said, Danny, I'm in 35 syndications. You and I got together because I wanted to be your private money lender. And so uh, that's why I talk about diversification because, um, you know, a lot of people don't know that we do private money lending. The private money lenders, some of them are now doing syndications with us. Some turnkey people now starting to do syndications with us. So it's really nice to have your, those buckets, you know, in different places. Exactly. And I think it comes down to your goals and timeline, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Turnkey properties can be a longer term commitment because you're buying a 30, you know, you might be buying it with a 30 year loan or, you know, it's a little stickier to sell. Right. Whereas private money lending is nice because your commitment can only be, you know, six months to a year, depending Mm -hmm. on what happens with the property and you get your principal and interest back. Uh, And then syndication tend to be a little bit longer, but you can get that higher interest rate as well as get those tax benefits on that side. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's just. It's understanding your personal finance situation and where you're trying to go and what, you know, how passive you want to be, right? And mm-hmm. that's probably something that we should hit on with syndication is, you know, that you know, a lot of our investors, you know, took time, did their due diligence mm-hmm. looking at our business plan and how we're trying to execute on it. Yes. But now they are really going to receive a monthly report from our investor portal mm-hmm. and they will receive their cash flow every quarter, right? Mm-hmm. And besides that, they don't need to worry about anything else. We are going to relay any information that's important to them. And our asset manager on the ground is doing the work, right? And their money is working passively or while they sleep, however you you like to refer to it. Yeah, I love that because we did a um, turnkey versus flipping versus syndications because we didn't include private money. And syndications was the most passive of every single one because they take one time, do their due diligence, ask their questions, invest their money, and now 
their hands off exactly. themselves. And I think that's the important, you know, you kind of asked about the pros and cons and it depends how you look at it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And really looking at that timeline, you know, a lot of us invest in a 401k or an IRA, right? And you're not able to touch that money for some time afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what you're trying to do with your capital. And if it's actually advantageous for, you know, you want to hit have that 12% return for mm-hmm. as many years as possible, right? And that's why, you know, we are trying actively to try to underwrite more deals and find more for our investors to kind of keep keep going on this train. Yes, I love that. So talk about that. You're really good at kind of leading me right into where I want to go. Thank you very much. Um, Let's talk about what are we doing now? What's coming up? Yeah, so we are, you know, actively looking for deals in-house here in, you know, Dayton or the broader Ohio region um, that we can kind of take down on ourselves. But we're going to continue to partner with our great partner, Stephen at IHG, and help them raise capital um, for the deals that they're underwriting and we're partnering with, you know, the asset managers. So, I believe we actually may have gotten under contract for a, uh, you know, another large property. Uh, I think it's a $55 million acquisition, roughly uh, 400 units or so down in Florida. So we'll have more deal, you know, more deals hopefully coming out and more details about that investment opportunity coming up shortly. Yeah, I'm super, super excited about that. Okay, so I don't know how far we've gotten, but before I let you go, um, a lot of people don't really know you. Um, so in fact, we don't even get the pleasure of seeing you in the office very much. So, yeah. um, tell us about you, your background, who, who, who is CJ? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I'm a guy that was, uh, you know, born and raised here in Dayton, Ohio. I went to Ohio state with a finance degree and, uh, went into consulting for a number of years working for big clients, basically doing financial software implementation. So I've been around the kind of the intersection of technology, uh, and finance, but my, you know, my passions really are personal finance and real estate. And that's mm-hmm. what's been awesome about working with you guys here at Freedom, uh, getting to talk to investors every day about their strategy and how they're just trying to set themselves and their families up for, you know, a stronger, you know, personal finance, like personal finance journey. And uh, I absolutely love it. Right. And uh, yeah, just just here to have fun. I love how authentic and honest everyone here is and trying to help our investors uh, across the board. Yeah. You know what I love most about you too is that you have all this knowledge at your age. And I don't even know how old you are. I just know that I'm old and I just learned about it. And you look at, you just, you know, pretty much did the whole entire podcast yourself sharing all of this education. And not a lot of people, even my age, know have this knowledge. And you at yours, I think it's, if we can empower more people across the board. It's all about communication and just asking questions and getting out there, right? I I definitely get, you know, those kind of looks at me. I was was closing on a property earlier today, actually. And the- the the seller kind of looked at me and he's like, you're the buyer, right? And just kind of surprised. But yeah, I think, you know, age is just a number and it's really about the knowledge and how you apply it and taking action on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Okay, personal, totally off the topic. Yeah, let's do it. Hobbies. Yeah, so I am super outdoorsy. Uh, my biggest passion is skiing. So I've skied all over the country. I've gone to Canada, Japan, all over. Uh, really enjoy that. Working out, I'm hoping to do a hundred mile cycle uh, oh. in the next month or two. That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just hopefully seeing friends. Like I said, I used to travel for work, so um, I'm 
you know, always traveling all over. Yeah, I'm always, are you in town? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no, I'll be in town next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so but, I love that. you know, it, again, I'm young. I, I don't have that family yet. Yes. And I'm just trying to get out there and get as much knowledge and just meet as many people as I can. Awesome. All right. Is there anything that you think that we missed um, or that they it, it, everybody listening should know? Yeah, I think, you know, the biggest thing with syndication is just to ask questions. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of us, you know, you don't need to act as if you know all the answers, right? It's okay to be curious and just, you know, maybe see a couple deals. Come into some of our webinars that we host just to get yourself educated. So when the time is right, whether that's financially or mentally, mm-hmm. right, it is just about, you know, or emotionally yeah. that you, you know, can pull the trigger and it's maybe not the first one you're seeing mm-hmm. um, because every syndication can be different. And, uh, you know, it's a risk tolerance, right? We're, we're underwriting these deals relatively conservative because we want to make sure that we make, yes. you know, our money yes. being the general partner. But uh, yeah, just, I think getting, getting out there and taking action, right? And mm-hmm. talking talking to different opportunities is, is important. Yeah, I love that. Great advice. Yeah. You're a wise soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Much. So we always end our podcast okay. with this phrase. Yeah. So I'm putting you on the spot. Are you ready? Uh, I believe it is invest smart. Live happy. Awesome. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thank you very much. Nothing on this show should be considered specific personal or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions and information on this show are not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss.